Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And welcome back to the It's Become a Whole Thing podcast. I'm your host, Emily Rose. We've got double trouble today. We've got double Emily's here with Emily Hanks from She's Speaking, formerly known as She Speaks Bravo. She Speaks It All. Hello. (laughs) Hi. I've had so many names, actually. Yeah? Oh, yeah. So when I first started my Instagram account, I was going to do a podcast with a friend of mine, and it was called We Speak Housewives. Then we did not do the, um, what's it called together, the um, podcast together. And so I kept the username, but I was like, okay, I don't want to do a podcast called We Speak Housewives if it's just me. So then I called it She's Starting. But then that caused drama because there was this other woman on Instagram who already had the Instagram account called She's Starting. And she bawled me out and said I stole her name, even though it's a quote from Luann. But um, we're cool now her and I work, we're cool now, but I changed the name to she speaks Bravo. So that is so many fucking names. Like I have an identity crisis. <laughs> well, I mean, my, I I've stayed, it's become a whole thing, which is a bit clunky and people always confuse it for like, it's becoming a whole, like, it's not great for people to find me, but as far as no domain being taken, like it's good. So, uh, Boom. that's, that's where we've remained. I Boom. actually, yeah, actually, when I started my TikTok, this is, I don't even think I've ever said this on here. I was like so lost and trying to figure out what I was going to do with my life. Um, I had just left my job back out West and I found those like drop shipping girlies on Little TikTok. Honey, yeah. And so yeah. I was like, okay, I'm going to be drop shipping. <laughs> I was, I did this too. Emily, I did that too. I went through a drop shipping phase. I built a whole store on Shopify and everything. Oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. Just another thing that we have in common. I'm not even surprised <laughs> at this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it was like a very pandemic-y thing. And there were all those people, like everyone would turn it into like their job to teach us how to drop ship. Yes. And they're like, you're actually stupid not to. Like you're exactly. a month away from making millions on drop shipping. You don't even have to buy product. <laughs> I was like, okay, all of those things. I was so sucked in. Yeah. So I was like moon something. I like had a name and I like made a brand and then I just started, right? Like it was like your brand of your store. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I just started making Kardashian videos and here we are. Uh (laughs) Amazing. The evolution. Yeah. 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 I'd be, I mean, I'd be a terrible drop. I think some people. I was terrible. Yeah. I was terrible. I didn't get it. I was like, it was all about running the Facebook ads and like. 
oh. if the catch is right, they're, all the money they tell you you were going to be making, like I was, I had plans. I was like, oh, I'm about to be making a lot of fucking money here. You're like, who wants to go on a trip with me? Six months Literally. from now, I'll cover, I'll cover everyone. Yeah. According to yeah. them, I'm going to be making like 10000 a day. I mean, God bless the people who actually can yeah. figure out that whole Facebook, mm-hmm. cracking the Facebook algorithm. Because I'm like, hey, there is money to be made. And if your mind works like that, good for you. But mm-hmm. it's, yeah. No, and also I, I don't do well selling like shitty stuff. Like a lot of it is kind of not worth. So pro tip, by the way, if you, let's say you're on TikTok shop and some product comes up and it looks awesome. Go check it out on Amazon, like look up that exact, like look up, I don't know, eyebrow, stencil, whatever on Amazon. Look at the reviews there and usually you can just buy it from Amazon for half the price because what you'd have to do, you'd have to find a shitty product that you were going to sell and market, whatever, but you had to mark it up enough to cover your shipping and to cover and to give you a profit. So before you know it, something that costs like $12 on Amazon, you have to charge $45 for, otherwise you don't make any money. It's, I just Ugh. felt like such a like sleazy. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's well, I not mean, my style. I never got into it. I'm not good at selling good things because I used to make herbal medicine <laughs> products. I used to make like body bombs and salves and like body oil, like things that aren't like snake oil. They were actually really good for your skin. Like it was to help myself. And then I was like, and then I'm, and then I started a business. And yeah. Like spend all night like making my potions. I'd spend so much money on like the top <laughs> organic ingredients, like schlepping into the farmers market, setting up my freaking booth. Mm-hmm, you have, mm-hmm. you had to set up the tent yourself, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and then I'd profit probably like forty dollars <laughs> exactly. So yeah, we're we're really just cut out for the this. podcasting life. This <laughs> speaking, this. speaking. So, That's it. Yeah, yeah, and okay. We have been talking about this episode for months. We've yeah. wanted to do an episode about Teen Mom. It's so hard to pick. Yeah, it's so hard to pick. And and so the way that I conceptualized this episode, do you ever see those Watch Mojo videos back in the day? Okay, I no. got addicted. Oh, wait, yes, like, yes, yes, yes. It's on yes, YouTube. Yes, yes. Top 10 craziest things that happened on The Bachelor or uh-huh. whatever. So uh-huh. I am kind of thinking of this as our own sort of like our just... Own. I'm into it. We're doing an episode where we're going to get into the history. We're going to get into how it's evolved and also talk about some of the craziest moments from the history of the show because we simply couldn't choose. Okay, done. I love this. We are Watch Mojo. Yeah. (laughs) There's another one too. Is it Nikki Swift? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they would be like top six videos. That was like Uh their thing. Yeah. Maybe they still are out there. When but. you when you and I think they I think they are, but when you go on those rabbit holes, it's a very specific little rabbit hole. Oh yeah. That definitely got me through university. It was like that and Perez Hilton, which it's oh, so <laughs> funny guess. to think back on those days. I know. I know. Um so normally I ask like what is your relationship to the show? But I know for myself it would be hard to even put this into words. And I'm wondering if it's kind of the same for you. Here's the thing. I am, what's weird about me and Teen Mom is that I never watched Teen Mom when it was first out. Like I only have a relationship with it now as of like this year. No, not this year, like 2023, because Kelly from Beyond the Blinds, uh, she had, when I had her on one time, I think I had her and Troy on one time and they talked about Teen Mom. They kept referencing Teen Mom. And the things that happen on Teen Mom are so insane 
And like as a Bravo watcher mainly, teen mom drama is like people are going to prison, getting arrested left and right. Like, so she she hinted enough that I should watch Teen Mom just for the the sheer content of it. So last year I went back to the beginning of Teen Mom OG and watched from season one to get caught up. I did cheat a little bit because I was like, I can't get through all of this. And also it does get a bit repetitive. Yeah. Like each season, like each episode, I'm like, okay, once it just, it gets depressing, honestly. Mm -hmm. It's very, and also crazy that they were broke. Like they kept filming them as broke, poor people, barely living in homes for so many years until they finally were like, well, I guess you've been doing the show long enough. Here's some livable money. So it was just like a crazy thing to watch. So what I would do is I would watch like the first two episodes of a season, something in the middle, and then the last episode in reunions. That's also when I realized that Dr. Drew is so fucking problematic. Oh my God. Yeah. He had no business hosting those reunions. Oh my God. I never liked him. But then a little while ago, we did an episode on the three fake evil doctors of TV, like Dr. Phil, Dr. Drew, and Dr. Oz. And all of them were so much worse than I had even imagined. So, and he has like 18 podcasts. So I'm like, personally, like, get out of our space, you quack doctor. But also, he's been terrorizing like the Teen Mom cast. He gets hired for that type of schlocky. Like Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore had like had him come in for a special, like, sit down with us, whatever. I go, why? (laughs) What the fuck? No, I know, I know. There was no support. And, yeah, I'll I'll put it in the show notes, um, the link to an episode we did, I think a long time ago, on one of the first episodes that ever aired of Teen Mom. And we're just talking about how gritty it was and how truly, like, these these folks were so broke and it was so hard to watch and clearly not being paid much. Old school reality shows, exactly. Yes. Like, now it's obviously, like, your, your entry-level wage is a little different because, you know, whatever, but... Back then, they paid you nothing, and it was like, you're welcome. You get to be on this TV show. Yeah. Full exploitation of these children. No, no one was like, wow, you're making MTV millions of dollars. Like, should how are you being taken care of? It was just like, oh, <laughs> you're getting it exposure. It started as 16 and pregnant, right? Mm-hmm. And then they yeah. said, wow, this is just, everyone's loving it. So then they move it on to Teen Mom. And just that alone, I'm like, give them money. Because this is, watching Janelle like live in a car is crazy because then you guys like wrap up filming for the season. And you're like, see you next time. And just leave them there. Mm-hmm. First couple of seasons are hard to watch. So I'm like, these poor people, literally. I know. Well, that actually, so that leads nicely into my first two kind of like facts about the show, which is that originally Teen Mom was just supposed to be a filler. So they aired 60 and Pregnant and they were like, okay, this show took off. We'll cast another 60 and Pregnant. We need to you know, it's going to take a little while to find people at the right time. So we'll just, we'll do a teen mom, like where are they now kind of thing in between until we can get to the next 60 uh, and pregnant. Yeah. And, and, and oh, the casting was so dodgy. So Caitlin and Tyler were actually recruited, um, well recruited, they were offered to audition for the show through an adoption counselor. They just uh, contacted that, adoption that counselors. That adoption, the Dawn, Dawn, that lady, that's her name, right? Well, I don't know if, I don't know, I don't know if it was Dawn specifically, but I know that they 
we're, we're reaching out to adoption agencies and saying, hey, if you have any 16-year-olds coming in, like, let ask them if they want to be on MTV. So that's how Caitlin and Tyler got recruited. And Wow. Yeah. And the next point you brought up was just, like, the crew watching how they live. I was really searching far and wide to figure out what do they have to report? Like what can, what do they have to intervene on and what do they watch? So essentially it's really just incidents such, they say anything illegal, but that's, we know that's not true, Yeah, yeah, but they basically it's things like child abuse or illegal activity, but that's hmm? animal abuse. Well, yeah, because I'm like, I mean, the, the way Janelle handled that dog, those dogs. Yeah. And we will get to Janelle. And that is like a whole, I mean, that could be its whole own episode. I will say, we'll, the team, like watching all in a row, like I did. For, with oh, It's one thing to watch it back then. Your eyes are just different when you're watching it in real time, like your experience. But watching it with all, with what we know now, I was like, dude, MTV is fucking problematic. Very, very like most like most reality TV. I think it might be maybe the worst of of uh, out of a lot. Like honestly, they're even on the challenge. You know, like they had those like sexual assaults that they just yeah yeah. It's they're they're, watching Teen Mom is pretty wild. Yeah, because it's it you have to be so sick to be filming things like this and then to put on this jovial music and little cartoons on top. And make it like a fun like Sunday morning type of show where it's like, I'm going with my car and I can't wait to see what's going to happen at school. Oh, the voiceovers. Girl, don't even get – okay, the fucking voiceovers to me are the parts that just – because it's a script. Like they get into film to get into record their voiceover and it's a script and it'll be like, yesterday me and Kaiser – or not Kaiser, me and, and Nathan got in a fight. Then now we're both in jail. I don't want to film right now. I'm like, this was the script. Like, this is what they were reading that day for their voiceover. I know. And they With make the... it so bad. It's like they tell, I feel like they do it naturally. And they're like, no, 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 no. We need it to sound really bad. So it's like an anonymous crew member told the Ashley roundup. I'm like, why does it have to be so bad? It's crazy bad. I know. I With know. The and drawings so... of like little kids and shit. It's, you're right. Yeah. It's, it's really dark. Yeah. At least Bravo's like, We've never pretended to be good people, particularly, yeah. you know, we're it just, is what it is. We're, yeah. We're like toxic gays. That's what, that's yeah. what Bravo is. Bravo in a nutshell is so like, Andy Cohen is the epitome of what Bravo is. Toxic and, and, gays. And then the whole uh, TLC universe, they're like, we're just straight up toxic, like toxic straights. I don't know <laughs> what, but they're- <laughs> Toxic straights. Totally. <laughs> they're like, yeah, 90 Day Fiance, like we're not, this is- <laughs> This is we morally totally, we are reprehensible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, MTV is putting on some airs. So we don't actually know if they've ever called the police. They say they have called CPS. We don't, they're not going to reveal this, obviously. But um, one former crew member said, it's not illegal to yell or scream at your kids. So even if we don't agree with how a cast member is parenting, we can't call the cops for something like that. So I don't know. Do with that what you will. Mm-hmm. And then to expand upon the whole illegal aspect of it the drug use on the show I guess I saw it at the time but it just didn't register maybe I was just younger when I was watching and wasn't really taking in exactly what they were saying but in looking into this I was like holy 
shit, this is the forefront of the opioid crisis and like the drug crisis that really took off in the early 2000s. This show was around the same time and it was really poor rural areas that were hit hard, Uh uh which is where this, the cast was living. And we Uh basically see that play out. Like this show could be intervention. I have said that to multiple people. I'm like, honestly, if you change this music, we're watching intervention. Yes. Leah. Well, oh my god. I, that scene where she's on the phone with the doctor and she just is like falling asleep. And I'm like, God, the camera can cut any minute now. Like, cut, cut, mm-hmm. check on her. Yeah. Well crazy. Yeah. The the fact that like the camera didn't cut and then it that aired. Yeah. It's moments like that. Yeah. Like, I don't think anyone called CPS ever. I'm calling bullshit yeah. on that. And we also we had we had Amber Portwood say in 2014 that she was basically high every time she was on camera except for 16 and Pregnant. Like she got a little bit of money for that show. It went right into drugs. And then she, she's been in and out of jail ever since and is now trying to rebuild her relationship with her daughter. But to me, I think the most egregious offense of this was Ryan Edwards, oh. so Macy's ex driving high to his wedding. I, my jaw was on the floor watching this scene. Mm-hmm. I was really yeah. surprised it made it to the final cut. I think that's what I was most surprised at. I'm like, this is such a liability that this, because, you know, I, I know that they later said we weren't, we didn't know he was driving under the influence. It's just one of the GoPros that's in the car. We weren't following behind like we normally are, but if we had, we would have stopped it. I'm like, Oh, I don't know, guys. I don't know. It, it's it was an just cut it. I would cut it from the show. I really would. That was too dangerous yeah. to see. McKen- Mac is freaking scary though. Mackenzie's she's like, hey, wake up! I'm like, he's driving. The- Tell him to pull over. Oh my well, god! But at the same time, like I I don't know. I think she was kind of in shock too, and and kind of like didn't maybe didn't want to make a big fuss and call more attention to it because she knew the cameras were running. So we see her. I don't even know if I really want to post this clip. If you guys want to look for it, you can find it. Ryan Edwards driving to his wedding. She at one point reaches over and you see her turn off the cameras. But before that, Ryan's head is like his eyes are rolling back in his head and he's like not making sense. And they're on their way to their cursed wedding. But yeah, very cursed. We've seen moments like that. We've seen like people threatening people with guns, particularly Janelle in front of her kid. And yeah. So Janelle really is a a terrifying person. She is. Janelle really is like a, I want to say she's a victim of a lot of abusive relationships because I've, we've only seen her in very abusive relationships. However, um, she, at what point does she become the perpetrator? Because that scene in the car with Jace and the guy and pulling out the gun and then the guy like chasing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But MTV held on to Janelle for too long. Like it was like a few, I was like, th- when I was watching, I knew that she had been fired, but I kept being like, Oh, this must be the moment. No. I mean, okay. The, this the must gun be the in moment. the car, the gun in the car should have been the moment. So if anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, a guy was tailgating was uh yeah. Tailgating her. Right? Is that the right word? It's not I, something like that. Not not tailgate. Wait, 
like driving like really closely. Yeah, getting claims. My... Yeah, she she claims it was tailing her, riding her, yeah. riding her. Yeah, and they, she got really frustrated and started to follow him, and then he tried to go home, and she basically drove in front of him, mm-hmm. cut cut no, him off. She went. To, she went to his house. Yeah, she followed him. Followed his. Me. Followed him home. Followed him home. They got into a screaming altercation. Jace was in the car and she pulled out a gun. And we see all of this. All of this is on, on camera. Then when Barb comes, she gaslights little Jace and says, like, you know that there was no gun. Like, tell her. Yeah, dude, that was scary. So the fact that that the wasn't li- Having lying, Jace lie to the police. I know. I know. So, and and that's one of, like, the million reasons why she doesn't have custody of him but that wasn't enough for mtv it was Mm-mm. that um it was her boyfriend killing their the dog their dog nugget which yeah. is like yeah. <laughs> get out leave run save yourself no it's so yeah so so terrible yeah it shouldn't it shouldn't have gotten to that point um also i i know i, I know we already skipped amber but i'm remembering too what was crazy watching because you know Amber goes to rehab on the show, right? She's like in rehab. This woman was more fucked up in rehab than she was before she went in. And I was like, are we all just pretending that she's not so fucked up? And then she admitted, yeah, I was chewing delotted, breaking up delotted patches or something like that and mm-hmm. chewing them. So like I could have died. Like, yeah, because it was obvious though. Like it was so obvious. She was, her eyes were closed. She looked like she was on heroin, but they're just like, you're doing so well here in this program. It's like, is this, this the narrative they're trying to push? Like they think this would be a good story arc for her. So they're like, pretend you don't see what's happening in front of you. Yeah. I wonder if it's because uh, reality TV viewers didn't used to be quite as savvy or quite oh, as I don't know. that one felt as pretty obvious picking, picking things apart that maybe yeah, they I thought guess. maybe they just thought oh we can get away with it because whatever yeah. people love all the crazy drama on this show it it did make me wonder i i did look for what their salary is for the show um i couldn't find anything other than in 2016 this is chelsea from teen mom 2 her ex adam said in an instagram comment that she makes 250,000 a season but he was just trying to get money from her so i don't know how credible that is but also it's not going to be chum change at this point because they've all been on for so long so the you know the account teen mom fans with a z yes yeah um love that they she's they're awesome um i had posted something because you know they're all doing only fans i was just like what is happening and they replied to the story saying that they actually they were making more, and now on the Teen Mom Next Chapter, they're actually they've gotten a pay cut. So they were up to like five hundred thousand or seven hundred fifty thousand or something like that. And now they're back down to two hundred fifty thousand, which is okay. just crazy to me. Like MTV does not value their cast of people. No. Like that is that's just such a slap in the face. It's like no, no, no. They make more money. That's why shows are harder to make. But they're like, if you guys still want to do this show, you got to take a pay cut, and they'll take it because they're like, well, I need the in- I need the income. Yeah, and in a way, at the same time, it's like yeah, everyone should be compensated for being on air. But the payment that they are getting is feeding the dramatic chaos mm-hmm. of their lives, which mm-hmm. in turn keeps the show going. It's a very fucked up cycle. Yeah, so 
to get into some of the other scandals, there's they've covered every possible facet of humanity. So one of one scandal that jumped out to me was this is so going back to Amber. Um, this was not, in fact, Amber herself, but it was Matt, her partner at the time. Gary was on to Matt and he was not buying the bullshit. And so he looked into his past and discovered that Matt had way more children than previously admitted and owed a ton of child support. And so he exposed him for that. Mm-hmm. So on top of their newfound fame, all the problems that come with it, they have grifters who he, are that taking- Matt guy though, like, Amber, Amber has the worst. She, when it comes to men, she's like, she's always got a boyfriend that she like loves so much and they're always terrible, which, but that Matt guy was the biggest ick from start to finish anyway. So it was like, it could take a blind person not to figure out that he is a scam artist being the worst. Remember, I remember that the reunion that year or whatever year it was when she, like when he calls in and she's yelling at him like didn't you steal all this money from me and blah 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 yeah he's like hey amber why are you freaking out calm down he was <sighs> disgusting well did you hear the rumors that he was going around or maybe they addressed this on the reunion but that he was trying to date a teen mom so he was going around and trying to hit it like trying to slide in dms that doesn't surprise me one bit oh he's so gross to be a teen mom groupie right <laughs> it's like the most perverse type of person I could imagine. That, that's not, your game plan? Like, mm, like I'm going to go for already, the teen mom people. What? I know. I know. It's already sad enough the people that follow around like Bravo celebrities, but the people that like, you know, give up their lives to try to like get in on the group. Uh, that's already sad enough, but you're like a teen mom. A teen mom of all the shows. <laughs> all the shows. They're the most like fragile and, and delicate of all like, the cast you could be targeting. Like codependent, a lot yes. of them. Oh no, yeah. I think it's like a, like Brianna is a great example. Like, it's like, okay, you guys have like a love addiction or something. Cause Brianna mm-hmm. like cannot use a condom to save her life, but then we'll keep hooking up with these horrible, horrible guys. The show also does a bad job of protecting the men. I don't know what, like, what misogynistic group came out and was like, teen mom makes the dads look terrible. They're just bad for men. I'm like, I'm so sorry, but Devon or however I pronounce his name I can't remember which one he prefers he was not a good dad he was not he never showed up there's all these examples they have on the on camera but Dr. Drew and Nessa were like you're doing your absolute best and we see you trying and Brianna's the problem I'm like look I don't love Brianna either but at least she is absolutely there like why are you guys being so nice to these dads but like someone called the show like sexist or something against men, or I think that must have happened because it's like they're do they're trying. Like okay, but no one's really applauding the the moms for being good moms. Like the reunions yeah. were not they were not nice to the moms. No, like I don't it's blame like Kale getting mad. I don't blame Kale for getting mad. It's like these fucking questions are rude. It's so rude, and it's the same with just celebrities in general and just I guess women in general Mm -hmm. and moms that it's like every everyone just assumes moms are supposed to take care of their business they're never complimented for that but then they're only criticized if people feel like they're not doing an adequate job and then when dads do the bare minimum everyone's like that's amazing like oh my god they coddle them totally 
totally that. Yeah. And, and we have, um, we have some good dads on the show. I tried to we round do. up some, some good news that I, I put at the end so we can try, yeah, try to end. Yeah. And on a bit of a high note before that, we're going to sink. We're going to just keep lower. Sink. Yeah. Although we kind of start off with a bang, um, talking about all the driving to the weddings of it all, et cetera. But there have also been, of course, cheating scandals. Are there any that jump out to you? I have a few that that were shocking to me. I'm reading one of yours on here that says Adam calling Aubrey a mistake and Chelsea a stretch mark bitch. I don't remember that. Oh, yeah. Adam was... Adam was... Adam's one of the scariest. Yeah. He's one of the scariest. He said it on the show? Yeah. Actually, I just rewatched the episode where Chelsea was in the hospital and... Mm -hmm. Aubrey was there. She was really young. And Adam was not helping with Aubrey, who's running around. And then he called her a little asshole to her face, like to Aubrey. And she was like, and and He's Chelsea was like guy. laying there hooked up with IV. She's like, don't call her an asshole. She could barely speak. It was like very, very hard to watch. But mm. yeah, one of the more, I would call them a success story, Tyler and Caitlin. They went through their own scandals. But recently, an old clip resurfaced where people are wondering if Tyler cheated on Caitlyn because in the earlier seasons of Teen Mom OG, Tyler would always talk about how like he'd never been with any other women besides Kate. He made this big fuss about it. Um, and it was one of the, he said one of the reasons why he had kind of pre-wedding jitters. But then later on when Kate is pregnant with Veda, he tells his dad, Butch, that he's only been with two women. Oh. So. Oh. Yeah. And so oh. fans are like, and so what are we huh. to make of that? Because I guess they've had some things that they've kept off screen. They've, that- they've definitely been accused of keeping a lot of things off camera. I personally am uncomfortable watching their scenes he does not seem attracted to her in the least yeah he seems like he constantly talks about her weight uh she doesn't seem comfortable in her own body either though she seems completely so like when she was going through her really bad depression and he was like yeah maybe you should go to the gym he kept like encouraging that stuff he doesn't it just they seem and i get though that this is also they they focus so much on negative shit on this show they don't really like to do a lot of like funny happy scenes it's a lot of it has to be dark but from what they show them i get uncomfortable watching them i'm like this man hates her like when she was going through her depression he was he hated her he like did not like her at all so i feel like they and honestly it would be such interesting tv if they did break up but I feel like they don't think they can mm-hmm. because of the show. You know what I mean? Because like who they are and what they've built and their brand or whatever. It's kind of like they're like the Sandoval and Ariana. Of like I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say yeah. that. Even though, like, even though I got to say, I never found like, I never looked at Tom and Ariana and thought, what a duo. Yeah. Like, I couldn't have one without the other. Like the Toms, I thought that like, what would Tom Sandoval be without Tom Schwartz and vice versa? But, mm-hmm. like, I never thought of them as, like, a power couple. So them yeah. breaking up would have totally been fine, as where I guess, like, Tyler and Caitlin have always been considered, even though they have, they've shown their ups and downs. You know, the problem is they don't watch the show. Dr. Drew said <laughs> that to them one time. He's like, do you guys ever watch the show? They're like, never. 
and oh no, it might've been therapist. And the therapist was like, you know, I think that would maybe help. You could see what she's going through. She could see what you're going through. Cause like, I was confused as to how they were still together after some of the things they had said about each other. I know. In like a therapy session or whatever. I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, the threshold to be couple goals is so low. So low. So low. And I don't I don't so have true. I don't have any celebrity couple that I ever like ship or I'm like goals mm-hmm. or whatever. Cause I'm always like, Yeah, we don't we don't know them. Totally. So many people are dysfunctional behind closed doors. So many people that we know in our real lives are dysfunctional in their couple lives and we we only know about it once it mm-hmm. falls apart you know totally. and so yeah I mean there's a lot of uncomfortable things with them like they became step siblings that kind of alone. <laughs> and that's alone not their so fault alone. that's not their fault that's their no. parents fault for making it fucking weird but yeah that happened and that's <laughs> that happened on the show after that they got crazy. together yeah his like dad, they were together first, their mom. then their yeah, then their yeah. parents. Mm-hmm. And Tyler would have to walk Caitlin's mom, his mom, technically through like you know her being sad and heartbroken and whatever. His name's Butch, right? Yeah, Butch. He's great. He looks TV, like a Butch. Butch but he looks is definitely problematic. I Butch know. is the embodiment of someone named, named Butch. Butch. Right, <laughs> the totally. mullet. Yep, the whole his his general yeah, energy. Yeah, like right when you right when you think he's gonna do well, then like he relapses again. Just doing a little coke. I'm like that's not <laughs> that's how sobriety works, my friend. Yeah, and that's yeah, it's kind of why Tyler and Caitlin are held up in such high self esteem because or high esteem because yeah. it is it is impressive that they're not in and out of jail. Mm-hmm. Like they're not they're they seem to have a lot of issues in their relationship, but they've also been together since they were fourteen. Mm-hmm. Well, that was, I think even Tyler says that he's like, when we were growing up, we had to be each other's, like, we created this beautiful safe space. But then, you know, you become an adult. And now it's like, well, what else is there? I'm like, yeah, yeah I can tell. I thought they were going to be perfect and together forever. And then as this, as I kept watching, I was like, oh, uh, a little different. Yeah, I don't think there's any, I mean, speaking of this is not to absolve him, but in terms of how he treated Caitlin's depression, like, I wouldn't trust any straight man in his early mid twenties to de- like delicately handle their partner's mm-hmm. mental health. Mm-hmm. And if they are, they're an outlier, an extreme outlier. Maybe grew up like in an amazing household or whatever. But yeah, that's when you go through a period of being an asshole. Yeah, they were. They were. They were totally like they had no. They had no skill set for emotions, or there was no emotional intelligence from their parents, and so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No role models. Yeah, it's impressive what they've created. But yeah, it would be kind of, it would be kind of amazing. Amazing. I would love like that because we've been through. You've watched them grow up. So mm-hmm. then, what to see that next phase? Like that's how you really give people the next chapter is to live honestly on camera, which is very difficult to do. Like I don't take away how hard it is to have your life splattered in front of everyone. They, I mean, the teen mom, the teen mom fans are so savage. Like the oh comments I see about them, I'm like, Jesus Christ, you guys just hate all of them that much, which is such a weird thing because you love, like the, clearly they're loved and they're idolized on some level, but the amount of haters, is, I think it's more than I, I would say any other show. Yeah, it's true. Hold up. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. But now Tyler, I don't know if you saw Tyler just launched an OnlyFans. Oh, yeah. And so, of course, he's getting a lot of... kind of creeps me out with how she promotes it. Yeah? What? It just feels... I I haven't seen it. It feels like pimp-like. It has, (laughs) like... It's like a picture of Tyler. She's like, that's my man. That's right. Go check him out. I'm like, Tyler, (laughs) blink twice if you're okay with this. Yeah. Well, for me, like, it's just the, the promo shots I've seen... I I mean, I don't know what audience they're trying to attract, but like he's in a jock strap, he's kind of like butt out. That to me, that's how gay men mm-hmm. like attract each other. Like, oh my god, it sounds like, like no, but you know what I mean? Like on Grinder, like on just that's that is like you know that's, that's like typical a typical stage direction that they go for. Yeah, I don't know, like if that's what women want. So I was like, are they purposefully? Is this like a he's bi and they're trying to or like they're just trying to capture the gay audience you know what I mean I was like very it's uh, it's very confused. I mean I, I will never go on and like bot like go on his only fans because I won't do that that's too trauma that's traumatizing but exactly when I'm I've just talking seen, about what was on Instagram when I've you seen know? those shots I'm like what are you offering yeah, because there's the typical like you know guy like with his shirt off kind of like lean, like there's sort of that like guys posturing like to try to be attractive to women but this was like oh mm-hmm. this is my butt this is my butt mm-hmm. and yeah. so i'm like yep okay yeah mm-hmm. yeah i'm like get your only fans money but i'm just interested in like the thought process and i would like you to let us in on it or not whatever mm-hmm. um, but they're very and- defensive it's like that's right that's why it's my only fans and what that's my man that's how caitlin does it she's like that's my man that's right he's all mine i let him do this or whatever i'm because it'll be like my wife's the one who takes all the pictures and posts them i'm like oh that also just is weird well I think I think you kind of have to be if you have if you've been in the public eye for so long and then as they have and then launched an OnlyFans because you are going to get so such a hard time for it but it is it's so ironic given that Farah Farah? Abraham was fired from the show for doing a porno doing OnlyFans (laughs) like she like truly yeah yes Yes, she did a well. She, well, she called it a sex tape, but it was it was porn because it was yeah, porn, she, honey. Yeah, yeah it was like por- that. It was was, por- she wants to pretend that that was never meant to get leaked, and like, girl, yeah, but it was porn. This was like five seconds before OnlyFans really mm-hmm. took off in society, and she was fired for that. And now mm-hmm. it's like I'm I'm very impressed actually at how chill society is in general with OnlyFans because it mm-hmm. seemed like you would get so persecuted for doing porn or having a sex tape leak. And now it's like, bro, every, I'm like, I'm never surprised when I hear of a new person that I followed mm-hmm. for a while on OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Good point. It's like, the, yeah. it's like the, it, it's like the, the, the typical step of like step of procedures. You go, you start here and then you end up with that OnlyFans. And that's like, yeah. Exclusive I, content. I think that's the only people that can make money on OnlyFans is people uh-huh. that already have a following. 
Cause yeah, you know, because I've, I've gone on to I've at least three times gone on to OnlyFans. Like I'm going to do this. I can do this. It's mm-hmm. worth it. But then you have to promote it. Mm-hmm. You have to be like, guys, check out my OnlyFans. Like you have to be your own marketer. And that's something I could not do. Exactly. You have to like put yourself out there. If your face isn't anything, you're probably not going to take mm-hmm. off very much. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you need to be like proudly peddling it, which is why exactly. I kind of, I kind of understand with Caitlin. She's like, look, if we're going to do this, like we're going to do this and cash in, but you have no other I, option. I think it's like the top, you know, whatever 5% make crazy money. And then the exactly. other 95% are like they're those images are out there forever, but they've made basically almost nothing back. Because mm-hmm. I was also like curious, you know, oh, like, yeah. and then there's coaches and you're like, mm-hmm. I can do this. Yeah. I'm like, no, I, just, I would like to, I would like to not yes. work, but no, it's work. Yes. It's work. And like you said, unless you are already, you already have like a built-in fan base where they'll just be curious a lot of the time. It's like, you've got to, you got to do stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, shifting, shifting gears a little bit here. Um, I want to get into Janelle because when I was going over like scandals of the show, it there were so many different things. There were so many different things happening with Janelle that I just wanted to go back a little bit and like from the time we first met her and just breeze through that. In our previous episode, we addressed David being a piece of shit at this production party and pulling out a knife, which is also why um, she was let go. But... Before all that, we first met Janelle back in 2011. She basically, she surrendered custody to her oldest son, Jace, almost immediately after giving birth to her mother, Barbara. And Jace's father, Andrew, was never in the picture. And so we saw a lot of men coming in and out of the picture. Kind of seemed like one was one was worse than the other. Mm-hmm. In 2014, she welcomed her second child, um, her son Kaiser with her ex Nathan. Um, now Nathan was Nathan was terrible. Don't get me wrong, absolutely. But like she's terrible. When I was watching it, I was like, this this woman is the problem. Yeah, he is a terrible person, but he was one of the more involved fathers, which I was mm-hmm. at least I will give him that. Mm-hmm. A lot of them can't say the same, so I was like, but okay. like she, she is a super difficult person to deal with. She, she's constantly combative, constantly. Yeah, and any bit of charm, she just shoots herself in the foot. Like, yep. I think everyone's seen that clip of her, even if you don't watch the show, where she's like, "I can't go to jail. Like, I have Kesha it's tickets. Kesha. Like, it's not it's- a concert. It's Kesha. Iconic." <laughs> It's yeah, it is iconic, but then you get these brief glimpses of her humanity or like a funny iconic moment, and then it's just squashed out immediately. Mm-hmm. So she got together with her now um, husband David, who they met in 2015, and they mel- they welcomed their third her third child, um, a girl named Ensley. So we talked about the gun in the car incident, um, but something that. I was, I mentioned earlier in the episode, but I really realized in doing research for this was how prominently her heroin use was featured on the show. How did I overlook that? What do you mean? You you just got, you like got used to it? Didn't even, didn't even clock it? I think, well, I, I guess at one point she's with 
Oh my god. Um not Nathan. Kifa. I can Kifa. only say it in bar- Kifa. I can only say it in barbs. You can only say it in barbs back then. Kifa. But yeah. Kiefer, when when she feels weird to say Kiefer. Um Kiefer but, doesn't sound right. Kiefer. Yeah. Kiefer. Yeah. Hi, hi. You're both high. You're both high. I think I just thought it was weed. And then at one point oh. she's in bed and she's like, I don't feel good. And he's like, Do you want me to go get dope? And I you like, you know people who like boomers refer to weed as dope. I don't know. I think I just thought it was weed. I was really naive. And I was going back and I was like, oh my God, they just fully, fully openly talked about being mm-hmm. on heroin, being yep. dope sick. Dope sick. Mm-hmm. Nodding Go get off. Me fixed because... up. Uh-huh. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 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 there's scenes of her and Kifa like talk like both slurring their words and nodding off together on the couch. And it's like you, I mean, I'm not shocked that Jace is not in her custody, but I'm just kind of horrified that the other two kids are. Oh, no, that's it's what's very scary. I don't know if she's still, do, I don't know if heroin is still her issue. I don't know no. if I think it's drugs, no. but like the blatant, like when, and Jace, would, the, when Jace would say stuff, you know, like when, when Barbara would ask, you know, what do you guys do over there? He's like, nothing. They just literally stay in the bedroom they never come out yeah like okay that's drug use yeah or being moody teenagers that's what i think also i thought they were just she was just really moody Mm. um which she is also but yeah Mm -hmm. if anyone's if anyone's wondering stuff yeah yeah if anyone's wondering what happened to kifa um he was arrested in 2018 for operating a meth lab so i didn't know that yeah i did not not know that According to court documents obtained by Us Weekly, he was charged with operating a methamphetamine lab, possession with intent to deliver, possession of substances, waste and manufacture of methamphetamine. Jesus. Like a full, ugh, gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fully, fully Ew. involved. So that not- was in 2018. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was so and, gross. Yeah. And that was, yeah, that was when she was younger. Then- things evolved that then in 2018 was the gun incident and then in 2019 was the incident of her husband david shooting the family dog it's just disgusting after the dog reportedly bit ensley it doesn't matter uh-uh. um yeah just the, the the fact that you were able he mm-hmm. was able to kill a dog mm-hmm. that's like a sign of Serial killers. Like, that's honestly, like, the things they look for. These are, like, signs of psychopathy. Yes. Animal cruelty is, like, one of, like, the first things people look out for. Lighting shit on fire and animal cruelty. And that happened in May of 2019. And how fucked up. Like, they got two new dogs together in Uh July 2019. Like, Uh a few Uh short months later. Uh Um, and they kind of denied it at the time. It was pretty obvious. <clears throat> they admitted to it later, but it looked for a brief moment like she was going to split up from David, which is maybe one of her only hopes of just mm-hmm. redeeming herself and getting custody of her kids for good, mm-hmm. um, of Jace for good. But mm-hmm. she briefly in 2020, she said that they had split and she got temporary restraining order, um, and it's this is like the hard thing about Janelle is that you know she's being abused in this relationship. Mm-hmm. 
And at the same time, it's just, I don't know. I'm like there, you can be, I guess, a victim and a perpetrator at the same time. Mm -hmm. And we've only seen her in abusive relationships. Mm -hmm. She's only been in bad where there's physical violence and people getting arrested, including her, including her getting arrested. So she, this is all she knows. And also this is what Barb taught her because Barb was also in an abusive relationship. She saw Barb getting abused when she was growing up. So it's like repeating the, repeating the pattern. But um, David's definitely the worst uh, for sure of all of them because he's the most like mind controlly yeah. in that regard. He's um, the, yeah, he's the most like January 6th, you know, champion, like scary, scary. Mm-hmm. And so I don't that like the fact that she's defending him now the way she is, because, you know, I, I don't know if you're going to get into it, but like now with Jace running away and mm-hmm. all of that, the way she is so proudly defending him. Yeah. Then it's on, it's on you then. Like then yeah. you're also the problem. It's no longer like get away from David. You'll be fine. I'm like, I think you might be the issue. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, I guess it's not a matter of deciding, oh, is she the victim or is she the per- You can be, you, you can hold those two truths at the same mm-hmm. time. But I will briefly get into, so the recent custody drama is that in the past six months, Janelle got full custody of Jace after 13 years of him being in Barbara's care. Mm-hmm. Then he ran away three times from Janelle's house after allegedly being abused by David, which, mm-hmm. and then there was a CPS investigation. He was put mm-hmm. in Barb's custody Mm-hmm. Then he ran away from Barb's house and now he's in foster care. Yeah. The kid was so screwed. Like the second, like, I hate saying this, but just the way the kid looked when he was a little, little, little kid, I was like, oh, he's so fucked. Cause Janelle was so messed up. And Barbara, as much as she's funny, she's also so toxic and such a mess. And like the yelling and the screaming and all of that stuff. So I could just tell he was screwed. He was so screwed. He was. And I'm like you, like I'll read the comments to just get it, see how people are, are feeling in yeah. general, as much as it's usually just hate comments. And this one stood out to me where someone was like, if you didn't have a mom like Barb, you just wouldn't understand. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sure. Like Barb has given us, even though like her, her lines have been like remixed. <laughs> like I, I see you yeah. with Kifa. Hi, hi. As much uh-huh. as we like laugh at that, it's like it was just shrieking, and mm-hmm. you know it wasn't a safe space. They ever. yelled. She yelled so much, and that's a form of abuse. Honestly, they've it's yeah. like it's a thing. Like if you have, like I had a phase where I had to get over. I had some rage issues, and one mm-hmm. of the things is don't yell because mm-hmm. there's something that happens to you chemically when you get to a certain octave and raise your voice. And she was just boom. She went to yelling right away. So that's a thing not like she was so oh my god i've said this before here on the podcast but like when sammy and i've been friends for a long time and it took her like years to convince me that it's not normal to yell in relationships like if i'm dating someone they're raising their voice at me that's actually should Mm -hmm. not be happening Mm -hmm. um and i was like that's just part of it she's like no it's not yeah now that i'm like i've removed myself from those environments Mm -hmm. i get really triggered by it on tv Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah for sure Um, But Janelle responded to 
all of this by posting like nonstop TikToks, like being like, you'll see, you'll all see. And, yeah. like, I'm so in love. My husband's amazing. She said she's launching a tell-all podcast called The Time of the Day. Delusion. <sighs> Delusion. And, Delusion. Yeah. And right after Jace got taken out of her custody, in her stories, she was like, look, David hasn't had a beer in five days. And and I'm and like we're celebrating with a margarita, which the layers to that are expensive. But she doesn't <laughs> even realize that saying that, like, or I think she said he hasn't had a beer in a week. That is not not anything to show off about. That's actually revealing a very scary that reality. Alcohol may mo- most likely is an issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That on top of like his rage and all his guns, he's like mm-hmm. drunk. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, that's where we've left off with Janelle. I kind of like, I almost like, I hope we don't hear from her because it's never good news. So if she just faded off into obscurity, that might be the best case scenario because maybe that means she's just not acting horribly Mm -hmm. or being with horrible people. I don't know. No, she, she's going to lean so far into this and she's going to, she's on this crusade to prove that they've just been, they've, they're like wrongly targeted, they're being they're being victimized by the by the system. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But okay, so that's that chapter. Um, I said that I would leave it on a high note, and I think after like so many hours down this rabbit hole, I was like, "Is there any silver lining?" But then I remembered, yes, Chelsea, Chelsea, and Chelsea's life is not perfect, of course. But I think considering that mm-hmm. you pointed out, Adam is if possibly the most toxic man we've seen on this show totally. and she's just seemed like such a good salt of the earth person from the start and her story's like it's a bit like a teen mom fairy tale because she met her husband at a gas station i know dude it, no, they, she i swear they all must they all hated her she's like <laughs> god damn it fuck chelsea all of chelsea's stuff is all positive she's got this at the the cole guy and everything cole is so great cole is so good looking to me he's so good looking and he's so nice and so sweet and they have their family and yeah they all were like god go fuck yourself (laughs) that's probably true kale kale's like god i mean they're they're like we're cool but like i do hate that she doesn't have any drama that's the thing is like they show the drama that's with adam but like that her life just got really positive yeah, yeah. She kind of made being a teen mom look chic. Like, do it like Chelsea. If you're gonna do it, go to cosmetology school, then have do nothing cute. with that license, but have a meet cute exactly. And just like she had that dad. Her dad was there to help her. He really kept her in line. Yeah, maybe that was that was honestly though because he was the one. He refused to let Adam take advantage of her. He refused to shut up about it. There was something about at one of the reunions. Early on, Dr. Drew's like, why, you know, why do you not like Adam? And he's like, I'm sorry, but he borrows, he takes money from my daughter. And then she had yeah. to like admit it was so uncomfortable. She's like all uncomfortable. It's like, did he, did he ask you for money? And she's like, mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. it was like, did he ask you for money? And did you worry that he would be mad at you if you didn't give it to him? And she's like, mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. if the dad hadn't been there to check everything, I think she could have been in a lot worse situation. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And we still saw the collateral from Adam being around. We saw Aubrey getting ditched at the father-daughter dance by Adam. And then Cole stepped in and he took her to the father-daughter dance. I know. And 
like we've Ugh. seen okay and like one more touching moment because only once i'm gonna cry um but in 2019 we saw her um aubrey writing a note um for him she put out fortune cookies and a note that said for dad from aubrey this fortune is for you you will touch the hearts of many and you will travel far and wide and touch many lives along the way like oh aubrey truly is one of the cute like she was edible with her little lisp and her yeah. little oh my god she was so cute in her little ballet class when she mm-hmm. that little I, she was truly one of the cutest sweetest most adorable little kids oh my god yeah, and I'm happy to see they've stepped away from the show. Oh, I loved it, right? And then they have their own HGTV show. Like, everyone hates her. Everyone fucking hates her. All the people on Teen Mom are like, God fucking damn it. I'm but let stuck it... on this trash show. Meanwhile, she gets to go down home fab. But, yeah, that's her that's She has her, her own show. line of shit. Like, the house they have, they're all designed by them. They have all this. Yeah. They have a line of fucking homeware. <laughs> they hate her. <laughs> Sure, actually, they must. But this is something I wish, actually, for all of them at this point, because I'm sure it's hard to just walk away from that type of money that they're all earning. But I feel like an HGTV show is attainable for all of them if they just stepped away. Like, I I don't know. Because I watch, so I don't know um, what it's like in with channels. Like, our channels in Canada are weird. So I watch uh-huh. my all my 90 day on Discovery+. Plus. And, and, and I, it's like so annoying because I had to sign up for the less expensive one, but you still get ads, but I get ads all the time. It's like, then it's like Mm. double, triple the price for one without ads, whatever. So all the ads are like, there's like, fix it to fab. There's a show, um, there's a show about people that tried, tried to renovate their house and that failed. And so they're coming in to fix the renovation. Like there's every specific type of like home building repair makeover show that I'm like you guys could could get into on some of that mm-hmm. I feel I, I don't I don't know I don't know if I agree with that okay maybe not. I don't know I don't know if I don't know if they have I don't know if like Brianna could what, what, yeah. is, she, what is she gonna do you know what I mean True. that's what made it that's what made it so annoying with with Chelsea and Cole because they were literally like building a house on this land right on TV and it was like a built-in pilot for their like it was like their pitch to you know HGTV. what tv you know what you're right and i think when i was thinking of the other housewives i was just thinking of macy who i think you said housewife which is really funny oh my god <laughs> <laughs> these wives macy could these, Ma- now you Ma- see macy is another su- a success story she is a yeah. success story for she sure. is she is and she's like she the is. darling of the og mom like Chelsea's the darling of Teen Mom too, and then Macy is the OG for real. Yeah, and so she could do like an HTV HGTV moment if she wanted to, but yeah, now that I'm picturing the rest of them, it's it's no. not. It's Brianna not. Brianna could. The only other thing I could see her doing is like a dating show because she's Brianna is like she kind of grosses me out. Honestly, I try so hard to get into Brianna, but she kind of just makes me feel icky. With like yeah. all the boyfriends, she's always got a boyfriend. Amber too. Amber really creeps me out too. Amber really drives me up the damn wall. So Ugh. it's like, I, I, all they want, they have an addiction to like love and whatever. So like they could do like a dating thing. Yeah, they could do maybe like a VH1 couples 
which is essentially emergency. what they do. I mean, I guess they've all done that. Like they they all go on the other like shows that they can do, right? The couples therapies or the whatever they all do, whatever they can get their hands on, they'll yeah. do. Yeah, they've there's been there's been like a show that was just about um, them people repairing their relationships with their moms, like famous. Famous, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In quotes, yeah, yeah, yeah. did you yeah. watch that? I, yeah. I, I know what you're talking about, but yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that, that the one and that like Kim, Kim Richards was on with her daughter. Is that I, the one I'm thinking of? I think I blocked it out. Like I think Pharaoh was on that one, maybe. Or yes, was that was that one. Uh huh. Yes, uh-huh, uh-huh, yes. Uh-huh. That's all I remember because I was like, even this is too low for me, <laughs> right? Like I have, uh, I have my boundaries. I yeah apparently I don't because I watched the, the celebrity rehab celebrity couples therapy and hey, apparently look, I the- watched celebrity rehab I watched like I rewatched it again kind of recently that shit was fucked up Dr. Yeah. Drew is gross okay <laughs> Dr. Drew like first of all they're getting paid to be on the show which is very problematic for a rehab situation because mm-hmm. you can tell the people that are like I just need to get this paycheck here so that I can go do more drugs yeah you know, yeah, and it, it, it's just such a failed method. Like it was so like the success rate was like 0.1%. I'm like, stop, do this show is horrible. Dr. Drew, you're horrible. Yeah. I don't think anyone looks at that as like a healing environment. No. So it's clear that they're just there to be exploited. Yeah. Right. Totally. Yeah. Well, I <laughs> mean, it's kind of fitting that I said we'd end on a high note and then and we end with weird off. No, because, because like, look, it's that perfect. is. That's the nature of this show. Like you can try to find, you know, these cute little moments here and there, but overall, <laughs> but very few and far between. They're few and far between. Look at this whole variable. Leave it. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm gonna link um, down below in the show notes um, your podcast. She's speaking, which I'm sure everyone's aware of, um, and also you can hear me on it. I think it'll be out. It'll probably be this- out by tomorrow. Okay. Well, she's we'll quick. Um, we'll of us recapping Traders and RuPaul's Drag Race. So yes. yes, I'm so excited for that. Me too. Okay. Um, I'll talk Thanks to you. For actually, me. yeah, we're, I'm we're like, literally uh, going to hang this up and we're going to on my Zoom link and then. So yeah, <laughs> I was I was like, why am I going to pretend? Like I'll see yeah. you sometime. See no, you we're going to. I'll see you in five minutes to record <laughs> yeah. for your show. <laughs> Okay. Bye. Bye, guys. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.